Welcome to the very first mini-series that this podcast has ever seen. In this mini-series, I will be bringing to the table thoughts and experiences that have both influenced the way I think and impacted the way I live, which consequently has had an impact determined, affected how and where I am today. The first thought slash experience is not to let my guard down. Now, this could be a very few select group of people, but have you ever been looking or searching for a piece of potentially toxic and dangerous piece of wildlife, and then you thought nothing was there, but in fact, there was something? For instance, when I found and came across my first Sydney funnel web, I'd been out camping. Uh, this was a three-day camp, I think. I was hanging out with one of my mates, Jaden, also. And we had, up until that point, eaten some grubs where those long, brownish-looking, tan, thick, gooey grubs. We ate a raw one at first while still wiggling and moving around, uh, exploding in our mouths. That was a weird experience, that's for sure. And then we decided to not stop there, but, however, cook one and then see what it tasted like then. It tasted a bit like burnt chicken, really, really burnt chicken. On that trip, I had also tried eating a cockroach. Not a normal cockroach, though, but like a wood roach. And uh, it exploded, not exploded, it uh, musked. It like let out some not very nice, tasty stuff in my mouth. And I learned also that trip that you can't really taste everything because I think that was in like one of my phases of just like trying to eat everything that didn't look like it would kill me but anyway I've passed that phase now largely <laughs> and so we, we had been looking uh, around for wildlife searching about we are down in this little ravine a dry creek bed I've lifted up this rock I found a web I was like okay this could be something on top of the web there was a what I thought initially was a dead Male, because up until that point, I was under the impression that uh, the female uh, Sydney funnel web and female uh, funnel webs and spiders in general would, uh, in fact, eat the male uh, when uh, during courtship or after mating with them. And I thought that was a bit rough for the bloke, so I thought that was one of the blokes. Uh, new research actually has come out. Uh, the scientists had watched. Uh, 461 videos, uh, which total to about 140 minutes worth of Sydney Funnel Web specifically uh, mating. So that is a bit weird, uh, but hey, go science. And they did uh, discover that it's not extremely common for uh, Sydney Funnel Webs it's to eat the males after mating. Uh, not very common at all in comparison to what I thought it was. So... This male, well, I thought it was a male, could have easily been the crust of a female, was sitting on this web. I've, I've got the web in my hand, and then I am, uh, I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is, this is cool. I was so close to potentially finding a female because I couldn't see her anywhere else underneath the rock or in the web. Uh, and then um, I realized, after showing my mate, that there was a bit of a, a black bulb, bulb, bulb in, uh, in, the, in the web, and I put it on the ground. I get my knife. Uh, gently, I, I pry with uh, with my fingers on one side and, my, and the knife on the other, and I open up this piece of web, 
And sure enough, there is a female Sydney funnel web in this uh, web. And uh, she was on her back. And when I cut open the, the web sack she was in, she opened up uh, something glorious and then started uh, crawling away. Uh, and after observing it for a little bit, seeing if she was feeling stressed, uh, if she was acting weird um, or aggressive, um, defensively, any of that sort of uh, actions of a spider, uh, I then uh, picked her up, gently coaxed her onto my hand and, uh, and held, held the beauty that it was. And uh, was it maybe a smart decision? Look, probably not. But uh, we were young and uh, excited to hold anything. And really, I'd probably give it a go right now anyway. Uh, but this was a little bit of ways from people, so not a smart decision. But the point being is that I had held this web unbeknownst to me, a highly toxic spider, a highly venomous spider, was within the web also uh, that was alive. And so I was handling it a bit willing, uh, a bit uh, uncouth, uh, just kind of flopping on my hand, checking out the web, checking out the dead spider crust that was on top of it. Uh, and then sure enough, there was a uh, the female, the deadly spider was inside. Now, uh, a similar situation more semi-recently when it comes to snakes uh, and not letting my guard down unlike I did with that Sydney funnel web which that moment did remind me that I should probably be a bit more cautious when interacting around or with venomous wildlife. I was called out to a snake job. Uh, this was about a year, a year and a half ago. I was called out to a snake job and uh, that to a, to a caravan, oh, a bit of a 12 foot. Uh, it had been sitting in this paddock for a while, and this guy was going to be, uh, I believe, moving back into this uh, caravan. And there was clothes everywhere. It was not well kept. Mice had definitely gotten inside, uh, smelt something un, un, unworldly, unworldly. Uh, and I was looking through carefully, walking down the middle of this caravan, up the very far end, there's a bed that someone could or would lay in. Again, clothes and stuff all over the place. I'm looking on the clothes on the bed. There's a little pile of clothes just in front of the bed uh, that I'm kind of leaning over uh, in a wash basket sort of pile looking setup. And I'm looking underneath the pillows and the bed sheets because this was the end that he recently saw it in. And... Uh, I couldn't see it on the bed, but then these clothes that I just leaned over, I lifted uh, first clothing piece of clothing off and another piece of clothing off, and sure enough, the clothing pile that I had just leaned over, cautiously, mind you, the eastern brown snake was curled up underneath this pile of this little pile of clothing. It's, which is a, it was a bit out in the open, not really off to the side or anything. Uh, and so I was, came very close to, or at least um, surprising the Eastern Brown Snake and then myself being surprised. Now, from that previous experience and experiences um, outside of that uh, Sydney Final Web moment, I wasn't leaning up against the clothing. I wasn't pressing myself, pressing up against anything. Uh, when I was walking down the center of this caravan. And so I was uh, extra cautious 
of what was happening in my environment. I didn't let my guard down just because the guy had let, uh, seen the snake um, uh, an hour or so ago and hadn't seen it since and that it wasn't out in the open. I was still cautious and didn't lay on the clothing or press on the clothing before I checked it. And so uh, really the, the overall thought, the overall experience uh, is that when I'm not... Um, when I am in close contact with uh, a, a potentially dangerous piece of wildlife, uh, whether I think there is nothing there or there could maybe be something there but not, but I'm not sure and other people aren't sure, when dealing with dangerous wildlife, just always be extra cautious, I guess. Uh, and that really is it. That's, that's the mini thought um, of this episode. Uh, if if you've had a, a other close encounters uh, with um, well, if you if you if you've had close encounters with uh, wildlife when you thought there was nothing there uh, when there was actually something, uh, let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear your story. It'd be really cool to see what sort of close encounter you've had. Uh, you can um, find all details of the podcast at www.thebigsmall.au and. I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. So until then, 